Brisbane, Melbourne and Sydney. We've got live shows coming up for you guys across March, April and May. Live podcasts, our own stand-up shows. Get on to littledumdumclub.com and go to the events page to find out when we are coming for you. Uh, please come down and see us and uh, we'd love to meet you guys and uh, show your support for the podcast. That would be really great. We're really looking forward to getting out there and doing these shows. Also, uh, a quick plug for something else I'm doing. I have started a podcast with my friend Sam where he teaches me about sports because I know nothing about sports. So if you've gone through all these Dum Dum episodes, you're looking for a little extra, check that out. It's called You Beauty. It's on iTunes or at You beauty.podbean.com so check that out go to little dum dum club get a ticket for one of these shows and we'll see you there mates Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasselow. Thank you very much for joining us. Sitting next to me, as always, the other half of the show, Carl. G'day, dickhead. I got Uh, bored, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Don't they just notice there's a giant fridge behind you? That's weird. Um, Hey, uh, we should talk about this quickly. We talked a couple of weeks ago about the uh, bedding supplies that we got sent. Oh, yeah, Um, I've got to come and get mine from your place. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've still got your stuff. Uh, We got got a thank you back from Cara Eason who sent them to us. Great. Uh, she played the episode to her bosses. And I quote, uh, they were they were very happy and grateful for the plug, although a little bit confused about exactly what we are <laughs> and what was meant to be going on. So, uh, but not so confused when the hundreds of new punters yeah. walked in their door saying, give me everything you got. I want 17 pillows. Yeah. I want undersheets. I want bloody throw blankets. And you know I they're from us because they've got little earbuds in their yeah. ears when they walk in. They're <laughs> yeah. hot off the yep. podcast. Yep. Haven't even pillows. made it to the end. Looking up. Looking up Twitter, seeing their, their <laughs> what's happened, where their money's gone. What do you think's going on on the pillows hashtag <laughs> if, we, if we check it right now? Because yeah. I know you're fascinated by when people like make up a hashtag. Like yeah. People will go, this gig's really great, hashtag get down here. And yeah. then you check and see yeah. what else is going on. Like who's <laughs> yeah. finding that tweet? Because yeah. that's the purpose of a hashtag is to like unify it and yeah, anyone yeah. else who's scanning through. And all you've done is, is, is hook up with someone who in 2011 had a birthday party and no one had showed up yet. <laughs> it's like hashtag get down here. Hashtag get down here. Should we bring in our guest sure. or have you got a little thing? Uh, first of all, joining us back on the show. He made his debut not too long ago. You may have seen him on Live on Bowen. Please welcome yeah. back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Dilruk J. Singer. Yeah. yeah. He made it. And you made it said back. I couldn't be back here after that last time. Not many people get a second turn. Actually, most <laughs> people get a second turn. A lot turn. of white supremacists ask not for you to be oh, here. Not, so. please, please, let's not go back down there again. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a depressing way of finding out your base? You have someone on of colour and then you notice your numbers dive down yeah, by yeah, 2,000 yeah, yeah. for that episode. You hashtag, go, wow. hashtag don't get down here. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining us, good old mate of the show from Fox FM Breakfast. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Dave Thornton. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of white supremacists, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, formerly of Channel 31 as well. Yeah, so, I was know, just I'm thinking, because we all worked together uh, on Studio A, which was the, the up-and-coming uh, talent TV show of our day, back so in the day. True. It wasn't pitched to us in such a sarcastic <laughs> voice when we signed on. Oh, that was like, my old, like, timey voice. Like... like what was it John Michaelhausen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you were just yeah, yeah. doing a Hollywood report. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come in here, my lovelies, and uh, flourish. <laughs> um, but you are on also the also a little day. bit of Shane Bourne in there as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Get down here. <laughs> hashtag pillow city hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in the modern day studio. Eh? You, you yep. were part of the uh, uh, when studio A finished and then got replaced by whatever the fuck you're on now. Yeah. That's the what you're. The word oh, turncoat gets thrown around way yeah. too liberally these days. And but I, I, think I don't you know what that turncoat means. Does that mean like I've like yeah, you betrayed sort of, you've my kind friends? Of crossed the picket line a little yeah. bit. I oh, believe really? the uh, massive scab. Yeah. I when I said yes to it, I didn't know any of you guys. No, that's not true. Uh, but I, yeah, I heard there was a fair bit of controversy in the changeover. But look, uh, I am now rolling in my big bucks, and I don't really feel guilty at all. Because yeah, we know, mate, we've been yeah. there. Uh, that, yeah, was, that was us years ago, and and in a couple of years' time, you could be doing a free podcast <laughs> just like this. Mate, so just keep going. Well, Dill, if you want to know, these little rough times we were on there. That was analog then, before it went digital. We yeah, were there for yes. the crossover. If you remember that, yep. And this is when these guys did a podcast out of RMIT. I don't know if they got the inside track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they didn't used to give you that kind of, you know, that little mic 
testing that a Daslo just handed over before yeah. and where he just said bring the mic up it used to just be like I don't care what you do with it shove it up your ass I <laughs> <laughs> did not care Liz. look out episode 4 that was yeah. a <laughs> well, we cool printed yeah. out and stuck up on the wall I believe with a nice diagram of a microphone going into a human ass <laughs> just for those that don't speak English that come on our show it was pretty impressive Daslo I knew yeah. you, I knew yeah, you thank you I'm a good drawer we, we yeah. briefly <laughs> spoke about this the last time about how I saw you guys go into the first ever recording of Dum Dum with Nick Cody like because I yeah. was I had just finished up my uh, CineFM recording and I bailed in I actually had never met Tommy before and I was talking to Carl and Cody and and I can't remember what even the reference was but the, the gay and lesbian show was straight on after me and I think I said some like a flippant homophobic joke and both Carl a flippant, and a flippant <laughs> yeah, just yeah. you know just so the fun one the good the, the good, 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 kind. The good yeah. kind of just, bigotry just, you little cheeky homophobe yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> die faggot you little whackers hey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh John Blackman's back <laughs> 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 nothing, nothing to I can't even remember. It was barely offensive. Like, it was really nothing. But both you and Cody go, oh, don't say it in front of Tommy. That's just wrong. <laughs> and I walked away going, oh, I can't believe I offended that gay comedian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, hasn't that come back to bite you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just quickly, speaking of Studio A, I, uh, I sold, I went to a, a market on the weekend. I had a stall with a, a few friends. We all went in. And uh, I had this big box of DVDs because uh, my parents have just moved house. And they went, please get rid of this shit of yours that's just been in our house. Mm. So I, I just took this big box of DVDs to the market to sell without even looking at what was in there. But it's just all – it's very much movie tastes of a certain era. There's a bit of Little Nicky, uh, Adam sure. Sandler film, a few box sets of Futurama and stuff like that. Because I hadn't looked through it at all, there was just like a bunch of loose shit in the box as well. So someone was like looking through and then he turns to me and he goes – Hey, uh, what's this? And I look and it's a silver burnt DVD, Studio A, Episode 1, Tommy Dasselow doing stand-up. And I'm like, oh. He's like, is this one two bucks as well, like all the rest of them? And I was like, nah, nah, nah. And then I thought, <laughs> I should have, if I could have managed to sell a, a DVD yeah. copy of a Channel 31 show for two bucks, I mean, that would have been. That's the that's first money, money you would have got yeah. from yeah. Channel 31. <laughs> the first money Channel 31 would have got. Yeah. Yeah, that would have true. sent our Studio A budget through the roof by 200%. And I think that was for silly. He was just trying to buy it <laughs> for one of the apps he couldn't do. Oh, <laughs> that really? Were you the first one who did stand up yeah. on? Yeah, I, I think that remember. was the first episode. Did you I think get I did. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, being a lesbian comedian, little yeah, gay comedian. Yeah. You guys always get licked yeah. after, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've found the foot. I've been meaning to go back and watch the episode, but it's also. I, you know, I have a very fond nostalgia for that for that period. It was a lot of fun when we all used to do that thirty one show together. But also, you know, sometimes looking back can be a big mistake. Well, also, have we told this yet on the podcast? Surely the Ballard story has been told. Oh, have we? Have, have we told we? the story about Tom Ballard <laughs> being <laughs> on the show? Maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, oh. I, I have seen the footage. Yeah, because it's yeah, it? yeah. Oh, well, you, you recently you found the, well, it. What happened is Tommy told me the story, and I just because they're archiving all the all the f- uh, old footage onto uh, digital yeah. from the videotapes, and yeah. I told this guy, "There's a certain thing that happens when Tom Ballard does stand up. <laughs> Let me know as soon as you come across oh, it." And special five request. months later, sure enough, yeah. Five months later, this guy's going through it like yeah. Russell Crowe in a beautiful mind. Yeah, finally he's hunted it. <laughs> well, because we've talked about the two big moments from that show were when uh, Nick Cody blacked up on camera yes. for a joke, which yep. did not, the actual joke didn't get caught on camera. So it yes. was just a guy out of context blacking up. And he up. had acrylic black paint on his <laughs> face for like two hours. And a big afro. Yeah, and he had, and uh, yeah, so he blacked up, had the afro, then he had a sign that was like an, an ironic sort of sign that Hot alluded, the, to, the, alluded yeah. to the a joke because it was a topical joke. And then the camera just closed in on his black face with none of the context at all so it's just like oh we've just got someone that's blacked up in the audience tonight oh <laughs> this is going to be a good show you know, you know the thing of 31 I always said it always has the ability to when you're changing the channels you know you can just kind of read every other commercial channel you know it's like oh it's reality yeah. TV about you know renovating the next one's about dancing ABC's got four corners and then it's just like the minstrel hour what the fuck yeah, yeah, is yeah, happening yeah, yeah. here like <laughs> that's a, you know what that, that's the strange thing about channel 31 because it's a community tv for people that aren't in, in melbourne or australia um but some it's or got public a, access yes, for our overseas yes. listeners yeah um people Ooh, do you want me to give a sri lankan translation <laughs> yeah yeah what is it <laughs> well, thanks we for asking, uh, though. Uh, <laughs> people, nah, we don't have TV. People without no, TV. You feel bad? Yeah. Yeah, you just no, put no. a chicken in a box and put a hole in it. Okay, <laughs> all right. Oh, Jesus. 
He's not fucking Fred Flintstone. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, right. the, that's oh. the ad for KFC in China. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wilma! <laughs> no, well, D- Dill, Mr. Homophobia, you threw Sorry. the first stone, mate. <laughs> okay? Don't sit here. Yeah. I, yeah, you open I up the bag, up. I'm just... Yeah. yeah, I set that up wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but there are people like um, my girlfriend's parents yeah. don't stray too far from Channel 31 at, at any time. Really? So, which is I, what do you I mean? Think, like they have the TV set on Channel Thirty One. Oh, they love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. They don't change the channel. They, which to me is like, like, how weird is that for an on-purpose decision to go? You know what? All those millions of dollars and you know trained professionals uh, that are going through commercial stations. You know what? I want stuff that appeals to 0.5 of the population, and he's done badly on yeah. top of it. Well, even Thanks, not even the mo- <laughs> <laughs> not even the money that goes into the industry, right just that couple of thousand you've spent on the TV. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you yeah. don't need a TV. Just go out into the street and watch some wacko yelling at a bin, and yeah. you'll get roughly the same thing and, that you and, get on 31. And, and if oh, you, mate, if that you, was our sketch. You know that. <laughs> okay, that was if, one of the fan favourites for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> if you're welding, and you were trying to sell it on the weekend on Air Boy, if you're welding the, the channel, set. if you're welding the channel into Channel 31 as well. If you're just watching all the way through, how are you? Like a night's viewing is sort of like, okay, well, here's Bulgarian gardening, and now it's <laughs> underwater pregnancy, and now it's, you know, what if you take a shit in a volcano for an hour? <laughs> Very abrupt turns happening yeah, on the yeah. programming <laughs> schedule on 31. But I've got to be honest, I don't, I genuinely have never seen Channel 31. Like, I've seen it on YouTube. I've seen the, like, you know, clips of the show on YouTube. But I In better quality, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, yeah. Like, do they have ads and stuff? Jeez, and look, at, look at this oh. guy. I'm on it. Wouldn't no, 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 yes. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just, no just my TV didn't pick it up. The TV I had just never picked it up, so I had no clue. And you just knee-deep in bitches. You don't have time <laughs> yeah. for that kind of exactly. stuff, I get it. I Yeah, get all it. the money you're earning from Channel 31, you can't go and buy better reception. Uh, so Ballard, Tom Ballard yeah. was on uh, Gee, early days. I told this story In before. the first, I think it's a good enough story to, good. it bears a repeating. Uh in the first, what, maybe the first, you know, handful of episodes, pretty early days, he came on and did stand-up. And uh, earlier that episode, one of the guests had been a band called Rudely Interrupted, yep. who are a band of men who all... Disabled? Now, challenged? Yes, the dis- the yes. disabled all have, like, you know, social kind of difficulties. You know? yeah. So they've got Asperger's and autism and yes. Down syndrome. So, they, so it was their manager and then I think the lead singer who has, he has autism... Yeah, it, well, he's blind, he has severe autism, and he has perfect pitch. Right. So he's the singer in the band as well. Yeah. So so they've been interviewed. They're still on the couch. Ballard comes out at the da- end of the Dave's episode. Dave's the host. Dave's the host. So it's yep. sort of like a 31 version for people who never saw it of like a Tonight Show. Yep. Like a, yeah. So they were the guests earlier on. Ballard comes out at the end to do stand-up. And Ballard at this point had a bit where he would come out and go, uh, I'm, I'm gay, I'm a poof. And he would go through... All, All these the terms, and then he would the the punchline of the bit was some um, of my best work. Y- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just using terms out of your diary yeah. for people you've seen yeah. in the street. Yeah, um, no, but it would go on and on because that was the point of the joke. Wasn't I'm yeah. gay? I'm a poor. I'm a faggotron. Yeah. I'm a. Uh, you know, all uh, you know, yeah. like about 12, 14 sort of expressions. And then he gets to the end and goes, but I don't want to label myself. Yeah. That's the end of the joke. So, yeah. But anyway, he starts up and because it's 31, equipment is shit and everything's gone to hell within 10 seconds of the bit. His mic has stopped working. Yeah. But I so think this is the twist where it was always when something goes wrong in 31, not everything goes wrong. Something yeah. goes right and that's the wrong time for that to go wrong. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he, so his mic's off on screen you can't hear anything he's saying. You no. can just see his lips moving. So it's You're just, just seeing him from head to about knee, yeah. and that's about it. Yeah, and so you see him start off go, I'm gay, I'm a poof, I'm a faggotron, and then a bit of silence, and then from off camera you hear the lead singer of Rudely Interrupted. Still mic'd up. Still mic'd up, mic still turned on. Oh, clear as day. Just yell out, queer. <laughs> <laughs> And he's just helping out. He's ma- just trying to help. He's just trying to. He thinks it's a game where yeah. we all just chuck our own yeah. ones Whose in. Line we is know. It anyway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it made it look like we'd done the editorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like voice like director's commentary. Yeah, yeah. we're like, no, nah, we get it, mate. Yeah. you're a queer. Yeah, yeah. Like we've just edited. <laughs> we'll make it concise. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I'm not mistaken, to fix the sound issue. Because uh, Tommy's mic was not working, one of the sound guy pops yes. in. An old yes, man. So, so then he was. He was. There was no. There was no voiceover except for someone yelling "queer" in the background, and you see him silent and continue on. And then all of a sudden, you see just like Dicky Knee, like a sexual, like a sexual Dicky Knee, an old Dicky Knee, yeah, an old grey hair, old grey head pops up at groin height and just wobbles around his groin. And starts for like, fidgeting around his belt yeah, buckle. Fixing yeah, yeah. The mic he starts pack. grabbing on him, but of course at home you can't see that he's fixing anything. You're just seeing a guy. Go 
go down on Tom Ballard on national TV. <laughs> After he'd done all that, literally the guys, yeah, like Dicky Knee. Sexual Dicky Knee. Right where he's crouching. Part of the act. That's how yeah. he performs all the time. This was w- what I was going to do, but I'm not skilled enough a performer. I was going to try and say like Mr. Summers, Mr. Summers, but make it sound like my mouth was full and I couldn't get the words out. <laughs> oh, so right. just all everyone now pause for a moment and have a minute of reflection to just think about how great that would have been if I could have Maybe done when that. you get home, f- fix that in post. Have a real <laughs> yeah, good okay. crack at it at okay, home. Okay, sure. I'll get the guy from Rudely Interrupted to do it for yeah. me and I'll drop it in. Dill was asking something just before we went to you went to the bathroom to prepare for this podcast. Uh, he he Dill asked a question maybe uh, I think you'd be interested in. He genuinely asked a question. How much do you think it would cost for someone to come up and say, "Here's this much money. Can you please if if you will stop doing stand up?" Which oh. which said to me Dill's been recently asked this <laughs> question. Oh, so you mean so this is a, this is like a hypothetically for yeah. all of us. If well, someone came up and said to you to not do stand-up again. Blank check. Blank is check. Is that what it is? How, Blank no, check. well, how well, much? How much? How much? No, not even writing. That's it. For the rest of your life, no more stand-up. Oh, but no. I get to dictate the amount. No, yeah. you don't get to because otherwise you'll say infinity dollars. <laughs> it's it's a... What's the minimum amount you'll accept? What's yeah, the, minimum the minimum amount I accept to never do stand-up again? Yeah. Ever. Well... And, and guys at home, we can turn this into a telethon if you want to... <laughs> Chuck in money for next week. <laughs> Dig deep, guys, so no more people have to suffer. Uh, okay, so let me think. So, And if we have to send you out episode one of Studio A to give you more evidence <laughs> as to why to put in more money. Oh, God. Uh, let me think. Okay, so is it just stand Like, is it just I can't do stand-up? Yes. I can still do the podcast? Yep. No, I, c- oh, I was thinking just oh, pulling out all kind of comedy. I'm out of creative, comedy. Yeah, I'm out of the industry altogether. Yeah. Well, were you really in it? Oh. Uh, thank you. Jesus, uh, mate. festival show Come from on. the 8th of April to uh, <laughs> Such homophobia, please. Uh, <laughs> Queer. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just fun having a license to say it isn't it <laughs> it's in context so it's okay <laughs> yeah what would it take that's really interesting because i i mean this is the main thing that's keeping me in stand-up at this point to be honest is the fact that i mean apart from comedy related things my resume is just barren so i've got no other options i can't you easily go back straight in from else. like grade six into stand-up haven't pretty you? much yeah. yeah ah to never do it again wow um because I guess that's a thing to take into account. You have, you have to start a new life. You probably have exactly. to move away from Melbourne. Just I would. To, uh, yeah, like, I definitely it's, would. It's like a heroin addict in St Kilda going, well, I better move away from St Kilda. I'll be tempted. Yeah. So you'll have to move to, I don't know, New Zealand? Oh, I don't well, know. Shout out to New Zealand comedians <laughs> listening to this podcast. <laughs> There's one club there. So yeah. Maybe in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, it's easier to stay away from. Plus a lot of earthquakes. So maybe I'll... Hopefully you'll die, die before the soon. money runs out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, New Zealand. Uh, so now you can bring down the money. Fifty a bit. bucks and yeah. the flight to New Zealand. Uh, Would you do it for twenty-five though? Uh, oh, look. Are you, are you, if you're offering right now, if it's twenty-five on the table right now, sure. How much? How much do you think? How much? Oh man, why? Is well, okay, let's start let's, at a uh, I mean, I want, I want everyone. To, I think we should all answer this. Let's keep well, it qu- quite round, say for now. We're just shooting the ducks. A million bucks. A million bucks. A million bucks. Just a million bucks. Free. A million bucks and I have to... Can I do any kind of, like, perform... I can't... Can I You're s- getting a million bucks. What are you quibbling? I just don't know what else I'm going to do, Carl. <laughs> uh, I just idea- love all you guys so much. Well, the, the idea is that you don't get to, like, be funny. The thing that okay. drives you to do is comedy. But so you then don't I get to do so that I can anymore. take that money and I can, like... Whatever I can learn an instrument and I can maybe, like, start a band. So, I get, like, oh, you know, because yeah. there's a... you know, if No you comedy perform, songs, though. Yeah. No comedy songs, no. That's okay. What, that's what most people do when they win the lottery. Oh, now I can buy a bass guitar. <laughs> Go on the Road, yeah, finally. But, yeah, this but is when like you your make a wish all over again, when, just <laughs> really shit. Gives. But when, but when, the, when you win the lottery, they don't go. But here's your check, and also you've got to go quit. You have to quit your job now as well. Sometimes they do. Um, yeah, okay, a mil. I'd do it for a mil, sure. Oh, a million dollars. Yeah. Would you yeah. do it for half a mil? Half a mil, yeah. Yes. I reckon I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I reckon you would too. Yeah, half a mil. Half yeah, a mil, sure. Would you do it for two fifty? Two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh. I probably would, yeah. <laughs> I probably is there would. Be a figure that you would say, is huh? there going to be a figure that you would say no to? Is there going to be? Are we going to get to a point? Oh, look, two hundred fifty thousand. I reckon is would that be. It? That'd be it. Yeah. Two two twenty. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. No, that's. See, sounds, this is my favourite game with can, hypotheticals. People go, "I'll suck a dick for a million dollars," and you go, "What about fifty? And they go, "Done." <laughs> have I ever told this? I have, have a friend who uh, is really bad at playing hypotheticals, and my favourite one he's ever done was he he gets too caught up in one part of the scenario, so he'll go, "Okay, 
you walk in on your sister and she's getting fucked by your dad <laughs> and one of your best friends. But he's a guy that you know from school and then he just describe all the awful sexual shit that they're doing and then, and then just stop speaking and you go... So what, do I want that to happen? No. Is that like, he just gets too caught up in one side. He never gives you the other side of it. Uh, yeah, 220 I'd do. So yeah. if we gave you a million dollars, I'm going to combine them now. If I give you a million dollars, will you fuck your sister? Uh, well. And you can't turn it into a comedy bit. Yeah. Like you yeah. You have to do it oh, serious. No. You, you have to do it serious. Finally, something it. to build a festival show around. Yeah, it's such a great narrative. <laughs> Sorry. Tommy Dasselow in My Sister's Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mommy wow. does so in Keep It In The Family. <laughs> sister well, act like a whore. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, no, Sick, sister sex act. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> oh. uh, well, you, you've posed an interesting one. Bec- a million bucks to uh, have sex with my sister. I just got weird because someone that none of us, that I don't know, <laughs> has walked into the room. Um, uh, because I, I... So... I'm as far as I know, I'm an only child. So oh, just so we, we all know, at, just so, so we all know at home. Yeah. Usually, we do it from either my house or your house. <laughs> so, so a stranger hasn't walked into our house yeah. that oh, you've described all, just there. Oh, and also at the start, when I was surprised that there was a fridge in the room, yeah. like presumably <laughs> we're just doing that at my house. Yeah, that's not your hypothetical sister. who's just turned up. <laughs> so am I getting fucked or am I not? What's going on here? So someone heard money got dis- discussed for fucking Dasla's sister and gone. Oh, I might just check to see what's going on in this room. That's <laughs> oh, Daddy Warbucks and he's bought his checkbook. Um, <laughs> Sexual Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy war fucks. Um, so, but in your scenario, because I, as far as I know, I'm an only child, so I'm having sex with a sister who presumably I've just met. So, I mean, I don't really have any kind of, you know, feelings of having grown up with this person. They may as well be a stranger. Sure. So, I yes, I would have sex with oh. a genetic sister who I've just met what for about, oh. $1 million. What about your cousin? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, I don't know where you thought that was going to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, I've seen your cousin. Yeah. Like, just saying. Yeah. No. <laughs> just saying, if, if you give it to us, the million bucks, it could be a different Is, outcome. Didn't you oh, look, would, would, so what? I pay you, I pay you a million, million dollars to have sex, sex with, with my your cousin. cousin. <laughs> Didn't you live with your cousin at one point? Yeah, I did. did you fuck her? Oh, oh Jesus, still. Oh, We're trying mate. to keep this nice. Sorry. 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 I don't know how Amateur you do things back home, appearance. mate, but it's a different oh, different. I don't know what you get away with on Channel 31 these days. This is what okay. So we worked that out. We got to the bottom of that. So bell. you would you would quit comedy? I quit comedy is what I'm. For two twenty five. For two twenty five. Is that it? Call in now. Honestly, two twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two twenty. I'll do it for two twenty. Two, two, two ten. Two ten. Two hundred thousand dollars. Because you go because you, you don't even have to do anything. You just have to not do something. That is it. I'm enjoying this, but I wonder if people at home are having any interest in listening to this at all. People love auctions. See the people that turn up to auctions on the weekend? It's exactly the same thing. Hot property. I don't know how you edit this, but I'm just assuming there's going to be a harp. And then we'll find you going, yes, 35, 35 bucks. 35 and a Mikey card. Yes, 35 and a Mikey. Because this is the thing, I go... I'll do it for 20 cash. Because I go 220, that'd have to be it. But then also you say two ten, and that's still that's still a lot of money. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. a lot of money for sure. Well, d- okay, deal. You're pretty. You're you're I, still relatively new. I mean, you you're kind of you still work your day job, so you mm. could transition back pretty easily. No, yeah, because I got skills. Yeah. Uh, but uh, mad, mad accounting skills. No, I, I reckon this is. I think it's because I'm in because I'm new to comedy and I'm in this puppy dog rainbow kind of world of comedy. I don't think at this point puppy for dog me, rainbow. What like I'm that? just really Who happy about that? everything. <laughs> 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 opening up down in <laughs> Yeah, okay, sweet. Um, yeah, I, for me at the moment, I don't, I mean, I'm sure there's an upper limit, but I wouldn't do it for a million. Really? I, not I for a million dollars? Give me a million dollars now, I'd say no. You would not. Very yes, big I of would, you. Man, I was doing an accounting job, I would still do it three days a week, that I hated, that would have led to a million dollars. That you were embezzling a lot it. of, and you still <laughs> want to do this. Yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah, exactly. It's it really, a million dollars, no way. I would not do it for No me. way. You wouldn't consider Z- a million dollars. Zero chance. You do can you, do whatever you want with do a million dollars. You know, but a million bucks, right? And then you could pay... For a comic, and you can just feed it into his ear. Like he would do your <laughs> material, you're just not on stage. Oh, I think that'd be yeah. awful. Uh, so you still get to be creative. Yeah, that's just a bit same. different. But I don't know. What about uh, this? I, you know what, what about this? this a million bucks. A million bucks plus you immediately get a job doing comedy festival reviews for the Herald Sun. <laughs> so you get to fucking take down everyone yeah. that you used to if work with. If you can't do it, no one can. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know why? Because I'm so arrogant in to think that I one day make million from comedy anyway. That's why I'm. Oh, that's okay. where my brain's at. Okay. 
So you're saying that Daslo is thinking he was never going to make well, 210 grand. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> from a. Uh, have you, did you see his show last year? Oh, Jesus. Sorry. sorry. Homophobe. <laughs> um, <laughs> showboat. Um, well, let me ask you this, Carl. If you were to do this, if you yes. were to take a Millie to walk away, right. would you Would you kind of just have a, have a last gig, have a date set, and then oh. kind of walk away? Would you walk away gracefully? Or what I would do, I'd burn some bridges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd take my time. I'd go down. So if I can't ever come back again, yeah. I want to make it worth my while. Yeah, sure. I'm calling up everyone. I'm sending yeah. emails. I'm throwing out some tweets no. in the draft folder. Set up your own room and do a roast every week of someone in the comedy industry. <laughs> while, oh, while you're in a bathtub of that million bucks. Like yeah. Sitting, yeah. Just throwing yeah. it up. Yeah. Going, and you know who else is a cunt? <laughs> <laughs> throwing it in the air. <laughs> just yeah. smoking it as well. <laughs> See, now that we put it like this, it actually sounds yeah. like fun. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is, it sounds this like is I do it for free. Yeah. I'm going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm quitting. I'm out. Oh, God. This is like the Simpsons episode with Stampy the Elephant. We've just all talked ourselves into it. Now we have to get the million bucks. <laughs> oh, God. The, the kid yeah. wants the million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is some weird group suicide pact that we've made. Now we just need a sponsor. Oh. And that's the end of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's now nice when there's a clean break. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's one thing I did want to ask, mm. Tommy Daslow. Uh, Sochi Games are on at the moment, yeah. the Winter Olympics, and there's a kid who's the grandson yes. of Mr. Vegemite. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, whoa, someone's stealing a little bit of Daslow shit. Yeah, no, he is the, his name is Callister. He is the is grand, it? yeah, Callister's grand, the Callister. grand wizard. Huh? Grand, grand Wizard. Grand Wizard. And he had the Vegemite on oh, his face as well. What a <laughs> Yeah, what the Callister. Callister, yeah. So really? Callister was like the scientist dude who made it, who made uh, the actual spread, who like developed really? it. And my great grandpa's the guy who like ran the company. Isn't like, it better for a food. chef to invent a food rather than a scientist? You'd think. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. What's so you're not related to a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just whacked it, some shit in this beaker and here we are. <laughs> yeah. uh, what? Sorry, Dil? So you're not related to this guy? This I'm not guy. related to Callister, no. Because I told you I met him at a gig. Like we did a uh, thing yeah, yeah, for yeah, Vegemite yeah. together and yeah. he was like, a, he was a bit of a prick. Yeah, he was sure. Like, he was. Yeah, he goes, because uh, I, so I told this on the show before, but I got, during the festival, I did press about the show that I did about my grandpa and Vegemite. Yeah. And I got this angry email saying, how dare you claim that your grandpa did this? He didn't, blah, blah, blah. And I wrote back and said, I talk about all that in the show. I'm very, I know the story. I'm quite even handed. Yeah. I'd love for you to come see it and actually have an idea of what you're getting angry about. And they just ignored Always it and never marketing. wrote back. Pardon? Sorry, always trying to sell tickets. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. always, always working. Oh, look, some prick hates me. Yeah. Why don't you sit in front row? <laughs> no, I wrote back and said, look, I'll, I'll cancel the show immediately for $220,000. Um, so Not of Vegemite, though. <laughs> Not of Vegemite bucks. And do you want me to fuck your sister? Do you want me to fuck your sister? <laughs> well, so then I met the Callister guy who wrote the book, The Other, the other Family Involved, and uh, I said, oh, I've got a funny thing to tell you that kind of relates to you. I got an angry kind of email when I was doing my show on your behalf, and he goes, yeah, yeah I know. I'm like, oh, how do you know that? And he goes, oh, it's my sister who sent that. And I'm like, oh, well, it's a bit weird because I was very nice back to her and she never wrote back. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I'm like, it's very weird that you would know that this happened and that I'm bringing it up to you. And he goes, look, Matt, I just want to say I know you did the show and everything and I just want you to know that you have my blessing to talk about that stuff on stage. <laughs> Which, for one, I'd done it. The show had happened already. It, had, it, had, it, was, it was long over. And for two, it's my family. I don't need your permission to talk about my family, you prick. So, anyway, <laughs> fuck that snowboarder guy. Fuck all the Callisters. And most of all, fuck Vegemite. <laughs> fuck the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Fuck oh, comedy. Fuck, fuck Vladimir Putin. <laughs> oh, if, if someone from Telstra can just transcribe that into one of those fan emails for him. That would be great. Uh, here you go. I know you're about to go down the run, mate. Yeah, if you yeah. just want to read that before then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Hey, I, w- I want to bring this up relating to Studio A because I did start talking about this on last week's episode, but we had to kind of wrap up abruptly because we were in the bar in there and people came in. We yes. had to kind of finish up. I was at a friend's surprise wedding a few weeks ago yeah. that was uh, emceed slash the celeb- celebrated yes. yeah. by... Television's Greg Evans, who is a uh, a family friend of the bride at this wedding, mm. but he got on and and for context, he used to be the host of Perfect Match, which was a dating gaming show in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, Dil, yeah. This was a I just yeah. I'll sit this one out, boys. It was yeah. It was him and a little robot, and they would. It was like a dating show, and the oh, robot. Would so that's do. where Craig Ferguson got it from. Uh, sure. Yeah, he invented the robot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where Stephen Hawking got it from too. Yeah. <laughs> It's 
true. From Perfect Match. <laughs> it's true. Oh, hold for applause and we're good. Um, the robot was just sick of matching people up and just decided <laughs> we're going to brief history of time. Uh, so I, yeah, so he, Evans was hosting and he was, he was great. I will say this though, it's someone else's wedding and he, he started talking about Dexter the robot from Perfect Match Almost immediately at the start of the service, he gets up and starts going, so people always ask me, where's Dexter? And it's people like my age. Like, I only know who Greg Evans is, which I'll get to in a minute, because he did something on Studio A one time. Um, And also, at a wedding, you're not going to be like, where's Buddy Dexter, mate? (laughs) Where's your little robot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough of the love and our friends committing to each other. Where's a cardboard robot going (laughs) beep, beep, boop? Um, so he, here's the thing that he did that I found interesting. Uh, he got up and my friend Pete, the groom, was uh, up uh, on the little stage with his best man and everything. And he goes – and because it was kind of – we were all standing around in the garden because it was a surprise wedding. Sure. So that everyone's just sort of standing around. So it's not like a clear sort of um, yeah. you know aisle for her to walk down or anything. It's just a crowd of people. So Greg Evans goes – Oh, so um, the bride's coming in now, so if we can all just part the bush for the bride to come in. And he said it with a, with a bit of zest that said to me that he, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. He, was, he, knew he was deliberately trying to be blue yep. at this wedding, which I thought was a, a kind of a strange call. Sometimes you just need to wake a wedding up, mate. You just need to <laughs> spice it up. That's I uh, emceed a wedding on Saturday, actually. Just did you really? Just a weekend past. Did, did you know? Yeah, he was one of my best mates. Oh, that's right. And uh, I said, I'll do it because I've emceed a wedding for money before and it was one of the worst things I've ever done. That'd be great if someone just went to your that wedding for the first time and thought that's what you do at every wedding and someone's at Dill's wedding going, where's Dexter, mate? <laughs> where's De- Where's your little mate? You're going to part the bush now, mate? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh, I love tradition. I love weddings. <laughs> oh, well up every time. <laughs> yeah, but no, but I told the guy, that oh, uh, my friend, I said, I'll do it as long as I don't have to be funny. I said, I'm more than happy to be played host but everyone there knew that I do stand-up comedy and before the wedding they kept pitching me stories <laughs> to tell uh, about the bride and groom oh, a bit of and one of them was about the bride uh, the, the maid of honor's mum who has a chook pen and he told me this 10 minute story and goes I think you should try that and use that because <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone will really enjoy that I was like oh, I'll, I'll consider it yeah oh, that's the hard thing about it's like the worst, sorry. isn't it? It is the worst when you're turning up to a gig and then everyone's like, always footy clubs would always be the worst. Yeah, yeah. I was doing. I remember one in East Brighton. They literally we got halfway through. That was when I was doing it with Kinney, Troy Kinney, and Tom Seagett, and it would always rotate. One at host, one to do twenty, uh, and then another twenty at the end. And it was like, I remember I was hosting and we had the first break and they just got off and they're just like, fucking funny. Hey, you know what you should do? You should pick on the fucking coon over there. And I was like, excuse me? Everything just stopped and there's one Aboriginal guy and they're like, he fucking loves it. He loves it. I'm like, oh, no one loves it. Like, why are you asking me to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pretends to love it so he won't get bashed. Yeah, Yeah. much like my first appearance on this Dum Dum Club But th- yeah, that's it. Like at footy clubs and stuff like that, they'll go. You know, they, they, they just want one of their mates getting hung shit on or whatever. So they'll say, "Oh, you know what you should say? Uh, you know, Wobsy over here. He's all like, uh, he fell over on his ass once, and a, and a, and an ice cream went up his bum. So talk about that." And I'm like, "Does anyone know about that except for you?" He's like, "No." <laughs> like so, I come up there, go Wobsy with the ice cream up his bum, and I hear one person laughing. Is that the plan? He's like. Oh, they'll probably work it out, though. <laughs> yeah, good one. Ice cream oh. up the bum. Another diagram I had stuck up on the walls of Sin FM when we used to do the show <laughs> back there. Well, this was, a, this was kind of a similar thing because, you know, Evans, Greg Evans at this wedding, he had been given, you know, so he's doing like the vows and everything. Yeah. So he, they, they've given him clearly like a couple of, you know, stories of kind of, you know, things to bring up and, and talk about how in love they are and stuff. But because you can't... You know, someone who doesn't know you that well, you can't ever bring them fully into your relationship. So they're just getting select bits. And so he had this story about the first time they went on a date, which was at this restaurant and she had ordered lasagna and Pete, my friend, the the groom, had told her that she should cut up her lasagna in some special way to make it into like a different dish or like a soup or something. It's just a weird, funny, offhand thing that I'm sure has context to them. But it was one of the only bits of information that he'd been given about Pete. So he just kept <laughs> bringing it up again and again and again, <laughs> which made Pete just sound like this tyrant who like <laughs> can't leave well enough alone. No one's allowed to eat lasagna in a certain yeah, yeah. way. Garfield in a human form. (laughs) (laughs) I think I may have even made that call several times. And here's the other thing. Pete's Greek, right? So I've always been, I've always thought it's going to be so dope when Pete gets married and we can just smash plates until the cows come home. But then because it's a surprise thing, it's happening and me and my friend James are standing there going, just as, as, as it's all going on, going, I don't think, 
I don't think we're going to get to smash any plates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And at one point, James goes, seriously, should I just go inside into their pantry and just get some plates and start going for it? Because, yeah. like, you know, they'd be cut. But also it's like, well, it's your tradition, yeah, so yeah. what do you want? It's, yeah. This is your Someone thing, dude. fly kicking into the pantry cupboard, just yeah. going, isn't this what your mob does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got like I got really drunk and I started having a crack at the dad at the end of the day. I go, listen, Fotty, beautiful service. Mate. <laughs> These are my exact words. Mate, where the fuck were the fucking plates? This is a guy, <laughs> this is a guy I've known since the first day of prep. Like, yeah. this, like I've grown up with this man yeah. and I'm in, and assaulting him at his son's wedding. It's been a nice circle of life because that was probably the first thing you said to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then this is... Oi, oh, you can't. Where's your plate? I've got to eat some Vegemite. <laughs> but then just to, to bring it back to Studio A, so the, you know, uh, th- those things were, you know, funny, but it was nice. It was very casual. It was in their backyard. Yeah, yeah. It was a surprise wedding. It, you know, it was good that it had that casual vibe. At the end of it, um, Greg was kind of by himself, so I went up. And now, uh, I don't think we've talked about this on the show, but it, early days of Studio A uh, was when the TV show Dexter had just kind of started. So yeah. we wrote a sketch where we had Greg Evans tied up, uh, like glad wrapped to a bench, I believe without a shirt on, and the music and the tone of it made to look like an episode of the show Dexter. And then the robot Dexter comes in and... Uh, Clarity and Look, it was yeah. great, guys. I can sell you a DVD of it for five bucks. <laughs> uh, come down to the North Victoria Market in a month. And But so I went up to him and I was like, hey, that was really lovely. And um, uh, you did a thing on a, on a 31 show I worked on uh, a little while ago. The And he goes... Oh, the Dexter thing where I was glad wrapped to a bench, and I go, yeah, and he goes, oh, that was you, was it? <laughs> like, greatest, yeah, it's great, greatest right? point of my, <laughs> greatest point of his yeah. career. Hey, you remember it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a fun time. That's we made you relevant again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's when you smash a plate over his head. You go, run, you fool! <laughs> <laughs> but so, big studio air fan, Greg Evans. He's still out there putting the word out, loving it. Yeah. Great. Jeez, yeah. That took forever. That sketch. Do you remember? I, I don't think I was there on the day. I can't remember if I was there or not when he came in. Did you guys have sketches with uh, celebrity guests that went wrong? Where it just was completely... Did you just not hear that story? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded... I actually genuinely thought that was a reasonably funny sketch. I do remember there was a weird point where we... The whole idea... Because Dexter, when he... In the show, the people are always, like, nude. like he, And so we wanted him for it the sake of it looking the same. We wanted him to be topless. And I remember he had not been properly briefed about that <laughs> before he turned up. So there was a thing of us going, yeah, so if you wouldn't just mind taking <laughs> your shirt off as well, that'd be really good. Yeah. I can't remember if he did it or not, if he was topless or whether he oh, I can't had the suit the on. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Why, did you have a celebrity guest one? No, no, no. Actually, well, we didn't get any guests. <laughs> 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 no, uh, no, not really, no. Speaking I, of celebrity guests, he's... Such a long bow. Uh, how, <laughs> have had a quick break so we can wedge in um, Australia's most long-running and best, best, best radio series, most award-winning, yes, highest rating, yep, um, best everything. Here yep. it is, new Rad, episode of Rad Dad. Rad Dad. Here and I'm here to say I'm just riding around in the bad dad way. Got a wife, a kid, a cat, and a dog. Now see me be right in your catalog. Yeah. Word to your mother. Cause I'm Rad Dad. He's the raddest dad in town. Rad Dad. And that's the number one song of Triple J's Hottest 100. Thanks for listening. It's all over. That was the number one song. What dickheads would have voted for that? Uh, Rad Dad, what are all these letters I found on the fridge under the No Fear fridge magnets? Oh, <laughs> Jenny, that's nothing. They're probably just some love letters from Jenny Garth or Carmen Electra. What's that? Sounds like olden day slut. And maybe one of them is from Neve Campbell too? Okay, you're just making up names now. Listen, they're not weird love letters from people in your million-year-old jack-off magazines. I think they're bills. <laughs> you don't need to worry about that, Jenny. You're not even old enough to worry about what bills are. Well, it looks like you're too old to remember how to pay them. And there's a heap of them, Rad Dad. Are we in some kind of financial trouble? <laughs> no, Jenny. Well, look, listen, I'll be honest. I think you're just about old enough to see your dad cry. I am having money problems. Look, I just didn't budget to have a kid for this long. I mean, how long do you guys live? I have to pay for an upbringing of a child, and it's really tough on top of daily necessities like this tattoo I got of you? 
That tattoo of me just says Vision Streetwear. Yes, it does, my little Vision Streetwear. I think that's the door. I think I'm going to go answer it instead of listening to you name dodgy old brands. No, no, don't answer it. Hello? Hello, is Mr. Uh, Dad home? Yes. She means no. Oh, shit, how long is this kid going to live? Well, little girl, your daddy has spent a lot of money he doesn't have. And I'll teach you something here. What I do is I take all the things back that he hasn't finished paying for properly. Oh, I get it. So you're an asshole. <sighs> all right, listen, little girl. As much as I'd like to wind back and really clock you a good one, sweeten the chops, instead I'll just walk in and start taking all the stuff back. Like this DVD player? No! And this ten-foot statue of Keanu Reeves? No! And this tattoo? Oh, shit! Oh, maybe use a tourniquet to stem the bleeding. Oh, oh wait. That's on my list to repossess, too. I'll take that. Oh, sorry about that. See ya, mate. Fuck, why did I say that? I sound like such an idiot. Well, I guess we've both learned something today. Oh, this will be good. I learned that you can't live beyond your means. And you learnt you oh, yellow nature strip crab neck. Okay, okay, sit down, Rad Dad. You've just lost a lot of blood. Oh, thanks, Vision Streetwear. In a way, I'm glad you're not dead. Oh, thanks, Rad Dad. Rad Dad is filmed in front of a live studio audience. And we're back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wasn't it good? That was yeah, fantastic. that was the crowd. It, it was probably my favourite. It's so yeah, nice to be, to be on the other side well, of the curtain. Well, yeah. you were in it, so you should, you know. Oh, you, you, we've uh, got you, to, we've yeah. got to stop doing this because I, when I edit this and I listen back, this bit always sounds ridiculous. That a, a minute of content happens and then us here going, we don't know what happened. No, I'm pretty sure this is the best one. So okay. anyway, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll just come in with a big laugh. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. So we're recording here this at uh, Five Boroughs, where we, uh, where I run Five Boroughs Comedy on a Thursday night, guys, and I've mentioned it before. But we sometimes we do a bit of a neutral. Uh, recording ground, don't we? If we're not at your place or my place, Tommy. Yep. Um, so we met in the city. Um, now we're here where, uh, as I said again, we I run Thursday nights. Dave Thornton was here a little while ago, and I wanted to just recount this story that he wasn't aware of at the time. Oh, but okay. you dropped in. I think you were on this night as well. I don't think you saw this, but um, so we're we're in a break. People are coming in and out and whatever. And it was a night where we had to announce the people that were special guests or not, and you sure. were one of them. So no one knew who was on. Okay. Um, so this girl comes on. Uh, c- comes up to me before you'd been on and uh, she goes hey that bloke that just walked by is that is that Dave Thornton and I go yeah look we have you know s- special guests all the time celebrity guests and she goes celebrity I went yeah yeah you know well you know him from what from the radio or from TV like oh, this week we live go. or she's like no 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 she, and I said what radio like Fox FM or whatever she goes no I went, what, what are you asking for how do you know Dave Thornton and she goes Oh, yeah, I think she was rooting one of my mates in Brisbane. <laughs> so my rep has gone around <laughs> yeah. just of a router. Yes. <laughs> she goes, it's like, she was like, pointed at you, like, basically going, as seen in my mate. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I say this a lot, and it's always a good laugh, but I've never been more deadly serious about this. How did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, I'm completely serious. Oh. She was like, she was just looking at you, not from, didn't even know you did comedy. Was just no, like, just oh, I thought, she, I thought, I think he was, I think he was rooting my mate in Brisbane there for a few weeks. So and she recognised you from that. So if you want to know who it was, just think about the time you've had sex with someone from Brisbane, and there was another girl yeah, in the yeah. room just watching. Yeah, and, and asking for my full name too. Do you know, like Dave <laughs> Thornton was. Put your passport out. Gotcha, gotcha. She's <laughs> yeah. had a lot of Dave, so just got to make sure that that's right. <laughs> Jeez, that is bizarre. Isn't that, that, is Isn't weird. that funny? Because what are we talking? We're talking the caliber of people that drop into a sit down and are willing to go into the, let's be honest, that sex den that they call accommodation there. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. So yeah, people, think, yeah. Have you ever done stand up at the sit down no, comedy no, club? No, not good enough. It is, mate. Don't be like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't that's, know if that's our call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about the, the Brisbane gig before, but yeah, there's a, a big club up there that owns an apartment that's just sort of down the road from the club, and then when you go there and do gigs if you're from interstate they put you up for the weekend we've, we've yeah. talked about we've talked Have about we? the pornography that's yeah and that. there's a and yeah. there's a guest yeah. book that is just page after page of people talking about how much they've jacked off in there it's a yeah. very it's a very uncomfortable weekend that you spend in that bed it, very much so because literally the place has been set up to almost be destruct proof yeah if that's a phrase like yeah. just you know it's just got vinyl floors for, uh, and then you've got your old very cumbersome vcr player 
at least in the back catalogue of VCRs is actually pretty impressive. Yeah, some yeah. Some of the movies right. you're just like, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But They've done a good job of putting like, some classics in there that you get there and you go, oh, you know what? I've never seen this. But you also do realise that, like, just because you're right, there's a guest book that all these comics have just written in and they're just, yeah, you're right. Every second one's like, ah, oh, you're saying jizzed all in every bloody corner. And you're yeah. just like, you, oh, you realise been there, has you, <laughs> you realise how tactile, like, you know, even just picking up a VCR and just yeah. going, yeah. this was held by hands yeah. that may, yeah. may not, not have been washed. It almost feels weird to pick up a porno, you know, just yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> what, hang on, is, what, are there movies that potentially someone would have jacked off to? Like uh, there, there are some porns. There's like porn, oh, there yeah. There's porn, actual right. porn movies there. Okay, but I need to book. There you go, mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's your that's your goal from now on. Get good enough at comedy that you mm. can get booked for a place that will put you up with free porn. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Because my you and, that, yeah, and you'll raise your price to two million dollars to get out of comedy. <laughs> 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 but there might just be like you just don't know because you've got that old school thing of like you know VCRs. They literally start from when the last person stopped. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So it's even like you could be watching Top Gun. Do you know what I mean? You stick it back in. And that's just the one where he stuck it to his teacher. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh god, Pommy Johnson's just yeah. let one out for this. Oh. The volleyball scene. You're like, oh, Adam Richard, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I find it. I find it uh, tough sleep because there's two bedrooms to sleeping in that bed. Just knowing, man, some. Yeah. Some uh, some bad stuff has happened in here after the yeah. after the gigs because they're pretty right. It's a it's a kind of a rough club. It's very like suburban. Like they kind of we had a nice time of it. We did have a nice time. I think we had a nice time of it. But you do hear <laughs> the only stories. thing was you finished on a Saturday night last time, and I remember the the only incident was at one stage someone threw a single cube of ice at you. Yeah, and you went someone threw a cube of ice at me. Anyway, and then that was <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was, and I, I was like, uh, and then I, I, when we came back, I was talking to Ann Edmonds about it, and like she'd been there the week before us, and I was like, yeah, Saturday night was a bit rowdy, had some people throwing stuff, it was a bit of a bummer. She's like, oh, I had the same thing too, and I was like, oh, what, 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 what happened with you? And she goes, oh, a group of women threw dildos at me while I was on stage. <laughs> so what happened to you? I'm like, oh, nothing. <laughs> it was fine. It was great. <laughs> really put it in perspective. That's, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, getting I really dildos. Get multiple, yeah. multiple dildos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd hope that it was a hen's night. <laughs> like, if they would just yeah, happen yeah, to, yeah. to yeah. walk in, <laughs> oh, just I just happen to have me dildo in me bag. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, what I think of your comedy. Yeah. Usually, usually <laughs> comedy really turns me on, and I just get into it. That's why I've, <laughs> yeah. I've got these here for. Well, Thornton's headlining, yeah. of course. Yeah. You need a dildo <laughs> yeah. to be there. I could scream, "Go fuck yourself!" But I think the, <laughs> the symbolic notion of this dildo. You're, you're prepared for that heckle. <laughs> so I sort of think like, like, yeah, I mean, you sort of say it makes more sense that they have dildos because it's a, a hen's night, but also, why? Like, why are you travelling around, even in a hen's night, just travelling around with dildos on you? Like, right, what's you're the questioning the sense of a, of a hen's night, which I think yes, is probably a bad I idea. I believe but everyone should be held to the same standards. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, like in the soccer or whatever, people will get hit by like pound coins in England or whatever, and you go, you know exactly how much money you're losing there. That's a pound you're throwing, just on the off chance of hitting some guy in the head. So you're going to spend a lot of money just trying to hurt someone just a little bit, but that's like a dildo's like... I don't know what's that. It's a week's entertainment. So, I don't look. You know, you can all guess how much that is. I, I know none of us want to commit to a price. Oh, I like really hope you were going to out yourself. <laughs> I have bought a dildo in my lifetime. I um, I went. It, it was for a costume, and it sounds stupid when I put it like that, but it's true. I did go to. Yeah, well, you uh, did clubbing. dress up to. I, I, it was a, it was a costume party. Uh, it was one of the uni balls, and the uh, theme was. Um, carnival, Brazilian carnival, and all the blokes were with their shirts <laughs> off, with their abs and chest muscles. And I'm a pretty heavy bloke, so I was like, I can't pull that off. So I went as a carnival pervert, and I had like a full-on trench coat. And one of the arms of the trench coat was filled with cotton wool and the and gloves and stuff. Uh, and and the glove was filled with cotton wool, and it was permanently stitched to this dildo sticking out of my arm. <laughs> and it, and so the the back of the, the the left arm had a little hole where my actual left arm could stick through. So I was walking around permanently with this dildo, uh, with this hand attached to the dildo, asking everyone to have a look at my shoes. What do you think of my shoes? <laughs> and just wait for people to react. I was at uni. I was 21 years old, and it was fucking hilarious. All so right? This response that I'm getting from you guys. So how much did the dildo cost? 30, thir- I went in and I asked the guy, can I get a dildo? Give me the, like, cheapest yes, dildo the cheapest dildo you have. Yeah. The cheapest dildo you, that you have. And I said these <laughs> I words. I don't respect my asshole. Just <laughs> give me whatever you got. <laughs> but I also, but I also. Hey, that's uh, guys. If you like that as a merch idea for a new Dum Dum T-shirt, I don't respect my asshole. 
<laughs> write in and let us know and we'll get a mate. Yeah, Sorry. I'm the sort of guy that has single ply toilet paper. I get the cheapest <laughs> dildo, whatever. Sorry, do you like I also specified that I had to match my complexion. And then he started <laughs> running me through what they have in the range. And he's like, well, this one's, you know, uh, quite cheap, but, you know, it's a different, it's a fluorescent color. This one's, you know, this one's probably more your tan. And he said, and it also has a suction cup at the end, so you can whack it on a table and bounce around on it. <laughs> <laughs> Salt. And I said, and I said, I don't get embarrassed easily. I said, no, 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 it's it's for a costume. It's and then the girl behind the counter goes, sweetie, even if it's for you, we don't mind. And I genuinely, yeah, exactly. The first time ever. Uh, in everyone who goes in says it's for a costume. Yeah. There's there, there's a lot of costume I parties still have in it, Melbourne. Actually, I just moved house and I found it, and I had that moment of going, do I chuck this out or not? And I've kept it. So well, uh, I've I've so put one. Damn it! How expensive was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, thir- thir- thirty-five bucks. Right. Thirty-five I bucks. I would take that dildo to give up standing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, when you say take, you mean... <laughs> oh, yeah, all of them. Bounce around, whatever. I yeah. bought one as well for a costume, and it is... I had the similar thing where you go and you go, yeah, I'll just get a dildo for a funny little prank for a thing, and then you're like, oh, they're how much? Because we had a... Me and Butt Freeban did a show at the Fringe Festival a few years ago that was a play that we wrote about... It was kind of a take-off of the book The Game about how to pick up women, and we, we played two idiots who find this book that's, that's meant to be, you know, it's like a simile of the game, yeah. and then uh, we start treating it as gospel and then we had a bit in the show where the guy who wrote the book comes in and teaches us and that guy was played by Dave Callan and his character was this like love guru who had been meditating and thinking about himself so much that he'd hit a feedback loop in his own meditation and was now permanently erect so we had this thing where he came out in this like Elvis jumpsuit and we bought a big like a huge dildo for him to just have kind of stuffed down the side of his pants he's like tight jumpsuit that he was wearing and uh yeah so it was me and bart having to go buy a dildo together for dave callan because dave <laughs> didn't want to do it and so then we had to have this ridiculous process every night where dave would seriously say to us before each show is it too early to put the cock in yet <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's everyone's fringe festivals experience i feel like um but yeah, uh, ours was like ours was like I, a lot. Ours was like seventy bucks. Yeah, I, we I, wanted I, huge. getting back to Studio A once again. Um, there was once a sketch where that we wrote where <laughs> where is w- this girl? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, there was a bit where someone had to throw around like a, a per- like we had to cut to like as if someone was throwing a person around. So I was like, I was like, oh, I'll just go and buy a sex doll or something. So I went to like Club X, bought a sex doll, and all <laughs> I had was like this big black one, and with it like you know a massive blow up penis. So it wasn't like. I don't know what sex dolls are usually like, I guess, but this had a permanently blown up erection like that. And um, You're I'm demonstrating like, to us yeah. by using by your using forearm. By using my fist. Yeah, yeah. The, the classic tool of the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so then I bought it and it was like 80 bucks and then I go in and go, here you go, we'll use this and can I claim it back? And they're like, uh, where's your receipt? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't think I got one. They're like, well, you could have just brought that from home. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> Just try so, to hustle, yeah. Yeah, so then they didn't use the clip in the end, and I just bought an $80 black what? man sex doll. You, so the Channel 31 didn't give you. No. That's ridiculous. Yes. I feel like this, this is an elaborate story. You're going to show your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty prickly situation. <laughs> and is that sex doll now in the TV museum on the peninsula next to Dexter? Yes. Just <laughs> and when I adjudicate weddings, they always say, Where's the sex doll? Where is he? You know. Well, while we're on the subject, <laughs> <laughs> might as well just bring this story out where a mate of mine, still mates with him now, but I remember in high school. Him Massive his, black cock. Him and his girlfriend, just, a, just a huge cock. I paid 35 bucks for it. And, um, <laughs> no, he... Um, it got me into comedy. I when you, <laughs> <laughs> when you pay him just to look at it like Dirk Diggler. Yeah. Yeah. If I show you my cock, will you do stand-up? <laughs> 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 How we all started out The secret origin of every comedian Yeah that's it Just, just on the offer of rape you stay out there I'd love to quit But yeah. he just said I've got to but, go back yeah, to yeah. it <laughs> um, But he was uh, Obviously with his girlfriend First girl he's ever had sex with They're going at it like rabbits And I guess like you do when you're a teenager You're just trying everything at your disposal And whatever However To get each other off and do whatever And then he was like Guys i got to use a dildo on her And we're like Oh that's pretty sick. Like, how does that all work? He's just like, yeah, yeah. Because I'd found the dildo. Like, I was just rummaging around my folks' room. My mum had it in her oh, drawer. So yeah. I knew it was there. I'm not joking. And we're like, oh. we're like, what? And he went, yeah, but so I got to use it on it. And we're like, Jesus. yeah, but, but do you understand why that's <laughs> sitting there? 
And he's like, yeah. oh, but you would have cleaned it. I'm like, no, 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 beyond, no it no. doesn't matter. Oh. Beyond all of this. No matter how much Vegemite you put on it to clean it, <laughs> there's no way that's to get sterilized. Oh. Even in that, even in that, he said, oh, she would have cleaned it. So he di- he just assumes. He didn't yeah. even give it his own. He probably what? got it out of the hamper before it had gone in the <laughs> wash. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Let's say she's got a ritual where he's seen it hanging out in the in the line or something every uh, every Saturday. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it when D- Dasai gets away to show that he's not laughing. He laughed for a good minute at that dildo joke. <laughs> I just want the record to show. <laughs> it's got everything oh I like. God. <laughs> oh, he knows that's what I like. Found my dad's used dinger to chuck that on a bit as well. Like, yeah, oh it's God, gross. That's, yeah. that's horrendous. Hey, um, speaking of Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> What a segue. No rad dad needed for that. <laughs> um, we're getting close to the end. I just want to bring this up before we get to the end. Um, I found out about this last Friday was Valentine's Day. And in the Herald Sun, every Valentine's Day, you've got your little listings of people putting in you know, your, uh, yep. your, your love notes to your partner. Look at what we got. Little Dum Dum Club. Oh. I love your show. Be my Valentine's. Thanks, mate. That is very funny. That is excellent. Cool. Just and you know, just to put it in context, it's you know, just above little flower, twelve years down and forever to go. I will always love you. And directly above, yeah, love me, little podcast dickheads. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate burn to a girl who thinks that her partner is going to put something in about her. Yeah. Scanning through a piece of shitty new media is getting shouted out in the love dedications, and, and I'm not. To be fair, that's only if you know what our podcast is, because if you're stumbling across that, where it says little dum dum club, you're like. <laughs> Is that your love name for your girlfriend? <laughs> it's very clunky. Come here, my little dum dum club. <laughs> and then he goes, like I, yeah, I love your show. <laughs> Fucking, what shows are you putting on? Yeah. Like, and then thanks, mate. Oh, there's, oh, there's more than one of them. All right. Yeah, I dare say they would have tried to put in get a dickheads and oh, just yeah. their old son yeah. would not let it go through. Yeah. Have any of you guys ever put a thing in the paper for someone? Yeah, and I also like that because I'm. I'm sure that that's more effort than either of us have put into our girlfriends on Valentine's Day. So. Oh, I don't like you speaking on behalf of my effort. Well, I have already, so let's just confirm um, that. Okay, well, there's nothing I can do about it now, I guess. <laughs> I'll pay you a million dollars not to say that again. Um, do you guys ever put stuff... Have you, have you done that? Would you do that, the old... Because, uh, I don't know, it seems a bit naff to me. That people. Put yeah, no, no, I've never done it. Uh, I did, because I, I went through that for radio. It's because I'm like, oh, it's always gold. And I just said it out on air. The one that really made me laugh just said... Ba 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 baran is a great song by the Beach Boys in 1965. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has just written that in the Herald Sun. That's they, it. They must have brought down the prices chronically this year. Print really is dead. If we're getting <laughs> yeah, dedications yeah. to podcasts and then someone's given a bit of Brian Wilson gaggery in there, it must be three cents to put a tribute in. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what you'd reckon. Whoever did that, send it into us and tell us how much it cost you yeah. to send in that tribute. Yeah. We do appreciate it, but we'd also like to know exactly, exactly how much in monetary form you love us. You know what I'd like someone to do for us? I'm going to put this out there. I think this could happen if we say it. A Skyrider. <laughs> I want someone I want someone to get a... What, could, what do you think we could get Skyriding? Probably Haymates would be... Yeah, would yeah. be the little dum dum clubs. That's going to take yeah. f- like a, a full day and a half yeah. to do. Yeah. Hey mates, would be. Hey mates, would be enough. Team Good. Allsop. Rad dad. Yeah. Rad dad. Rad, rad dad. dad or hey mates. Someone get a skyrider in Melbourne. I reckon we can make this happen. Jeez, you've gotten drunk with power. <laughs> you guys have just changed. drunk actually. Are we, are, are we sure that that's not just a shitty Fosdyke uh, mock up? Uh, <laughs> no, I checked the not paper. Not that shitty paper. Yeah, right, right. If someone skywrites us the figure one million dollars, we will quit co- comedy. Someone just writes one million dollars in the sky. We're We're out. You peaked anyway. So what's the point going on? Well, that's effectively what's going to happen is that that person, that skywriter, is going to be paid that amount of money to be never doing his job again. Because the bosses are going to (laughs) go, "You plugged a podcast in the sky." You put g'day dickhead, and now you're fired. (laughs) You know, fired. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Is that it? Is that it it for the week? Where Thornton's on his phone, so I know you got to get to the gig. I got a gig. I got a cut. So I'm trying to tell him I'm going to be late because uh, you're on a fake radio show. (laughs) You know what we do? What, What I do in the morning for a lot of money. 
the same thing except worse and for no money. I yeah. know, oh, this is killing me. After three minutes, I was like, just go to a song. Go to a song. <laughs> kill me. This is dragging <laughs> on. I got more uh, to this air check. Still, you have got your festival show yes, called do. Kind of a Big Deal. Yes, Dural Jising is Kind of a Big Deal. Uh, from the 8th to the 20th, uh, the, uh, the Swanston Hotel. Yep. Can I give a little uh, code, like a ticket, cheap ticket code name to see if it works? Sure. Uh, Carl, let's confer code, about this. The, yeah. code is, the code is. Can e- we make the code? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, right. Go for <laughs> yeah. it. Uh-oh. Because uh, cause I, I, I stressed for an hour because I knew I was going to try and plug it here. Dildo. Um, it should be dildo, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, dildo. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Dildo. Yeah. Dildo. 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 Yeah. Because right. yeah. you could pronounce it differently and say dildo as in like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing dill show. Yeah, that's dildo. Right. Okay, dildo. D-I-L-D-O. All yeah. right. For t- yeah, cheap tickets, type in uh, dildo. <laughs> Cheap tickets, uh, seat in the show that you can just bounce around on <laughs> with laughter. <laughs> Matt, that's going to uh, be a name for your next show, just dildo comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just write that on the poster. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and I think even we said this... Give, even if you give me a million dollars, dildo comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe we said this on the show. Maybe we said this last time you were on, but definitely go check out Dill. You are a very fine stand-up oh, comedian. I, I, yeah, I'm more than happy to say that people who like the show will really enjoy your stand-up. So definitely sure. take a punt. As opposed, as opposed to this bloke doing... Uh, He's all right, guys. Dave uh, like Thornton, you are doing Mondays. That's right. I'm doing the last three Mondays of the Comedy Festival. Uh, and, uh, at the Town Hall? At the Town Hall. Yep. Lower Town Hall, last year's show, Tall and Pointy. So if you didn't see it or you want to see it again, get on down. Get down. We have both got Brisbane shows. I've got my week of shows at the Powerhouse from March 4th till 9th. Tickets are through the Brisbane Powerhouse for that. On the Saturday, we have got our live Dum Dum Club in Brisbane at the Southside Tea Rooms. 4pm. 4pm. Immediately following that, you can see Carl Chandler's Got Talent, the The, the first run of that. The first performance of that for only $8. So, um, yeah. Like, like we've been talking about, if you want to come and see everything, you can do it on the same day. You can, yep. you can go four to, and then eight, 5.30 show, and then you at seven. Seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah so you can do that. Yep. And if you want to turn up, the co-word for Carl's show is, <laughs> I wasted $80 on a big fat dildo. So <laughs> <laughs> I just want to drop that at the front. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've also got our Melbourne stuff is all on sale. We're doing four live podcasts uh, Sundays uh, during the comedy festival. We've also, both of our shows are now on sale. Yes. Uh, Tommy Dasselow, Dreamboat and Carl Chandler's Got Talent. If you go to comedyfestival.com.au or you go to our website, you can find all of that yeah. stuff. And just, uh, we haven't said this for a few weeks, but with the podcast, um, you can go and get a festival season pass for our podcast as well. So you'll effectively see five shows for, I think, $60, isn't yep. it, at the moment? Bargain. So All sorts of special guests already lined up. It's yes. going to be a great old time. Very good. Guys, thanks very much for listening. Dave and Dill, thank you very much for thanks joining for us. Oh, and we'll see you next time. See you, mate. Quip. Dildo. <laughs> <laughs>